Welcome to today's program, The Beauty of Grace, and I'm Pastor Pete Norris of Harvest Fellowship Church, Goldsboro, North Carolina, and I just want to talk to you today out of my heart. You know, the greatest person in the world is the Holy Spirit, and if we can ever learn to adjust and be sensitive to the Holy Spirit, we can change and transform our lives like we've never seen before. Now I want you to realize today the Holy Spirit is not a, a wind, it's not a vapor, it's not a dove, it's a person. And the person of the Holy Spirit is living on the inside of you. And the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit is the Trinity or the Godhead. Now Colossians chapter 2 verse 9 says that we are the Godhead in bodily. And then Colossians 2 and 10 says we are complete in Him. Who's Him? Him is plural, and it means the Godhead. So in the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, we're all one. Now, I want you to understand that He broke you loose from the prison of sin, and He placed you in a prison of righteousness. Now, I use that word loosely because people get a little bit tore up when I use that word, but He provided you a divine exchange. His health took place for your sickness, His perfection for your imperfections, His beauty for your ashes, his provision for your poverty, His righteousness for your sin. That's the beauty of grace. And see, that's the wonderful thing about the person of the Holy Spirit because God said, I'm going to send you a comforter. And it's to your benefit that I leave because if I leave, I'm going to send you back the Holy Spirit. In other words, Jesus was telling us it's more important for you to have the Spirit living on the inside of you than it is for you to have me seeing me in the flesh. Now, what a great and tremendous revelation that is because the same Holy Spirit that resurrected Jesus out of the tomb is the same Holy Spirit that's living on the inside of you. Now, He does not come and go based upon your ability to sin or not sin. He lives inside of you. He can never leave you or forsake you. And He's omnipresent. So if He's going to leave, where's He going to go? There's no for, for Him to go because He's omnipresent. David said, if I, if I went to hell, and he's talking about Shiloh there, he's talking about the soulish man. He said, if I go to hell, you're there. And we realize that in the depths of this, He broke you loose from the prison of sin and He placed you in the prison of righteousness. So you're a slave to righteousness now. Second Corinthians 5.21 said, Him who knew no sin became sin that you and I might become the righteousness of God. So we see from the revelation and from the truth of the Word of God that you and I are the righteousness of God. Now righteous means the ability to stand in the presence of the Father without any condemnation or guilt or inferiorities. The Father or the devil. So you and I have been freed because of the Holy Spirit the Holy Spirit that resurrected Jesus out of that tomb and out of death is the same Holy Spirit that's living on the inside of me and you right now. Now that's a powerful revelation. I don't know what that does to you, but that really lightens me up because it was a great exchange that took place on the cross. In other words, because of the fall of Adam, we were all made sinners. The Bible tells you that in Romans 5 and 19. Because of the, the disobedience of one man, all men were made righteous. The many were made righteous. Because of the obedience of one man, the many are made righteous. So we see that because of the fall of Adam, everybody was made a sinner. Because of the righteousness of Jesus, everybody's made righteous. And when we begin to study that and understand that, we begin to see our seated position in Christ. So the Holy Spirit is a gentleman. He is not a vapor. He's not a wind. He's not a smoke. He's not a cloud. You know, people's wanting to see signs of the Old Testament in today's church. We're not going to see that because the Holy Spirit's on the inside of us 
we're going to see the glory and the presence of God manifesting in our lives. And we're going to see the greatness of who God is and what God is about. Because it's the goodness of God that leads a man to repentance. The Bible tells us in Romans 2 and 4. So as the Holy Spirit becomes so real in your life, there comes a time that He's more real than anything around. And, and you're going to get to know Him that way to where you realize that He's more real than any person that you're sitting around. Maybe your wife or your husband, or maybe somebody's riding in the car with you right now. And you can't comprehend how real the Holy Spirit is. He's a person. I want you to talk to the Holy Spirit just like you talk to me, just like you talk to your husband, just like you talk to your wife. As we begin to talk to the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit begins to, to move and stir in our heart, and you begin to sense His presence. You know, there's been so many times I've been riding down the road, and it was like you knew without a shadow of a doubt that the Holy Spirit was right there. And you just kind of reach over and, 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 and physically just kind of take His hand because you knew He was so real, and He was so true, and He was so pure, and He was so holy. And it was such a peace that just consumed you at that moment that you knew something miraculous was taking place and that you were in the, in the presence of a, a, a wonderful moment. You know, uh, we go to church and we, we want to get a song that's just right for the Holy Spirit to move. And, and I understand all that. But the Holy Spirit is a person. He's always with us. He never leaves us. He never forsakes us. And He can't leave us. And He can't forsake us. So when you miss the mark, as we want to call it in today's society, God doesn't move away. He moves. He, he's right where He was all the time. You know, even in the book of Genesis, when, when Adam fell, God spoke to him and said, Adam, where are you at? He was not asking for his location. He was asking for his, his consciousness of who he was with God at the same time. God didn't see a sin. God didn't see a failure because, matter of fact, the sin's never even mentioned to Genesis 4 and 7. So we see a revelatory revelation of the Holy Spirit being so omnipresent in the lives of people that they were just consumed with His glory. You know, I just want us to get to a place that we're so consumed with His presence, that we're so sensitive to the Holy Spirit, that we know that He's right there all the time. Be aware. That's the beauty of grace.